What's up, football-loving maniacs? Time for another ediciones. We're going international of three honest lads. One lad, Devin Kerr. Second lad, Mike Watts. Third lad. We haven't had a third lad on in a while. Gage has been busy with NWSL. He's drowning over there. Of course, the departure of one of our founding fathers, Tyler Terrence. He's not a lad anymore. He's more like a mistress that we just bring in every now and then. Let's start with Mike Watts. And a nice little conversation. I want to tell people, you guys think that we just work together. No, we are all actually friends, which is a good thing. I wake up in the middle of the night. I am on during the night, you know, I'm on whatever, midnight feeding, middle of the night feeding because he feeds at 3 a.m. And he woke up, my guy woke up a little early and I look over and I see a text from my guy Watts. And we, I'm like, oh, you know what? That's really nice. I'm going to respond back to, and Mike Watts immediately responds to me at 2.30 in the morning. Mike Watts, how the hell are you, number one? And number two, what the hell were you doing awake at 2.30 in the morning? We we shared a moment, you and I, a moment like this. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. <laughs> I, what people don't understand about me is is with these West Coast games, right? So I've been doing the NWSL Challenge Cup. So those games yeah. end at 12.30. And then I actually, my parents have a place in Florida. I drive up the coast and I get in at like two or three. My sleep schedule is second only to yours in how disjointed and disrupted it is. So that that's my deal, right? Where like, you know, two, two in the morning are, are great working hours for me. If they weren't, I probably would have trouble driving home. Hey, I'm, I'm with you too. Look, I, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you, some of the late games that we have um, for USL or that we've had and like the Phoenix game, for instance, you know, when you get done it, you get done at midnight. I live about 40 minutes from the studio. By the time I come home, shower, change, it's 1.30 and he's going to wake up in about an hour. So I just work, make, make life a bit yep. easier. Although, although I am looking forward to the days eventually might be in an older age bracket for you and I, but I am looking forward to the days where we have somewhat of a normal schedule. You know, you, you do a game at seven, eight o'clock, you go to bed at 11, 12. That's not a bad idea, huh? But I'm, I'm cool with that. You want to, you want to yeah. start those sooner or? Yeah, sooner than later, please. I feel like I'm 80 already and my body, although my body, I will say this, I feel like I'm 80. My body has felt a lot better and it's probably due to the football loving maniacs will love this, my lack of alcohol in my diet and it's really disturbing. I got to find a way to get it back in. It's not okay. Like I looked at Casey the other day and I go, and there's two schools of thought, right? I go, oh my God. She's like, what? I'm like, I haven't had a drink in like 10 days. She's like, number one, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, I know. And she goes, number two, what the fuck is wrong with you that you're thinking that way? I was like, well, I mean, you know, it is part of a daily diet. It, it, it's been proven that alcohol is good for you. Argue me the other way and that's fine. So it's a little mm. awkward for me. Mike, you and I just want to sit down and share a beer. COVID, go away. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Although, dude, you're like down to your playing weight, right? So interestingly enough, here's the thing. My playing weight was actually the most I've ever weighed. It was body fat that kept me looking slender. So my, my body fat was at 5.3%. I actually weighed 197 pounds. Prior to COVID, I was at 198. I've now dropped to 185. My When I came back before I had to retire and could no longer move side to side, I was doing triathlon and my, my, my race weight then was 179. So... Um, I am feeling a lot better about myself. I look better. I feel better. You know, as long as I can have some friends, some alcohol, you know, a random, I don't know, a random venture to a bar here and there. I think life would be good. You know? Yeah. I mean, all we need is, you know, a vaccine. Yeah. That's it. For me or yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, you're good. I, I, I refuse to vaccinate myself against Devin. Okay, good. You're you're probably the only cases in the cases in the other room. Like, oh my god, sticking with something right now. She's staring at me. She's got the dogs and the kid watching Netflix. Like, get him out of the house now. <laughs> she loves you. Oh, but I hate to love her. You know. Um, Mike, here's what I'm Wait, thinking, by the what? Way. Well, here's what I'm thinking. We have so much that's gone on. I was thinking, everybody knows the groups. I'm thinking, look, we started on July 11th. Carry the one 13 days ago. I did that math correctly. 14 if you actually include the play date. So I'm thinking we do what's considered week three and week four of USL Championship. I think we just preview the game, or excuse me, recap the games. If anything tickles your fancy, tell me to go flag tight so you can talk, jump in. Um, if I see anything that I'm interested in, I'll say stop. I might bounce a little bit and then we'll preview the games, get out of everybody's way and we'll get them till next weekend. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's rad. Okay. Saturday, July 11th. Saturday, Loigel at Real Monarchs. Monarchs lose. No longer the Kings that wear the crown. Yes, you have the trophy, but you have looked horrendous. They also have nine man players in the bubble. Moving on, July 11th. This is a fun one. St. Louis comes to town. Indy 11. Martin Rennie. They look good. Steve Trichu, you look good. Give up a game, or give up a goal, excuse me, at the end. They lose 2 0. Nothing to worry about there. Two solid teams. Tampa Bay Rowdies hosting ATL UTD 2. Atlanta United 2, also known as the second team for Atlanta United, could be the reserve team. I look at it as the elementary school team. They lose 2 1. Rowdies, you look like crap. Good recovery at the end. New Mexico at Colorado Springs. New Mexico United goes into a three back. This is an interesting one. Having an opportunity to chat with Troy Lestane, they are going to fluctuate back and forth. Feels like the roster is different than last year. Alan Koch on the resumption of play. 2-1, not good enough, but it gets better. El Paso Locomotive hosting RGV, 1-0. Of course it was. Phoenix Rising beating Los Dos, 4-0. Of course it was. Pittsburgh Riverhounds at Louisville winning 3-1. Opening of Lynn Family Stadium. Stop me if you want to, Mike. Louisville loses. Yeah. Can you believe yep, it? Yep. No, pull, pull, pull the plug here. I knew it. This was yep. a fascinating armchair psychology situation yep. where I think Louisville was in control for 30 minutes. I think depending on who you talk to, there's a belief that, that there was a little bit of fear and I, it's almost impossible to say this about Louisville. A little fear you don't want to lose your first first game at home. Once they gave up the goal to Pittsburgh, all that fear got unleashed. From the 40th minute on, that was Pittsburgh's game. And I yep. came away from that game thinking if Pittsburgh's going to play this high up the field moving forward, yes, the, the possession looks like years past. But this Pittsburgh team is far more offensive. And Bob Lilly hates when you call his team defensive. So he goes, we only have three backs. But, yeah, sometimes it's five. Yeah. This is different. Pittsburgh feels different. And Louisville, I'm not writing anybody off, but this is not a group where you can – if you lose to SKC over the weekend, Indy with their late win against Pittsburgh, and I know we'll get to that later, and St. Louis plays against Indy, if they pick up three points and Louisville loses on the weekend and you're suddenly six points out of a playoff position with 13 to go, it, it's not the end of the world, but you do start to get a little concerned. Yeah. By then you're down yeah. to 12 to go. There's only so much time to make it up. They need to win this weekend, and that game – doesn't give me concern, but the, the psychology of it where one side played perhaps not to lose the last 60 minutes and just got too many bad mistakes, like shockingly bad, un-Louisville-like, uncharacteristic mistakes. There you go. That's my thought. No, I'm with you. Um, I, I think that it's... 
Well, okay. So let's say this first. I, I agree with you in the fact that yes, it's it's not a must win game, but you know, it it makes you kind of turn your head a little bit and go, wow, this can get dicey real quick. Um, on the same token, it is it is that six point swing that we've referenced before, right? Where you're not just chasing a ghost, you are chasing a lot of teams in your group, and you have the opportunity to claw back a bit quicker than if this was the regular format. Um, I've ha- I've seen an interesting trend before we get to the next games of, and you and I fortunately have been on a couple of them, but even the games that we're not on that I've watched where we're seeing teams outplay teams for the start of the match or for the better portion of a match and they're not being rewarded because they can't finish. That was kind of the case of what you talked about, Louisville or Pittsburgh, you know, 30 minutes was awesome, 30 to 40, there's a gray area, and then and then the river house start to creep back in. Um, we saw the same thing in the Pittsburgh Indy game. Like, Indy didn't look terrible, but they didn't look good. Pittsburgh were definitely the better team, and, and they nick one at the end. Um, there, there are a couple other scores we're going to run through here, but it just kind of goes back to the old thing, goals win games, and, and you got to finish your chances, because I, I would argue that Atlanta United, too, although down to, to 10 men early on you know they scored the early goal Tampa Bay Rowdies by no means were the better team I don't think that they were overwhelmed by Atlanta but you know the youngsters gave themselves a chance to win and and that's kind of been an interesting little trend here as we transition to um, week four which is so confusing my mind because we all know I don't like numbers I'm actually not bad at math I just like to make fun of myself I'm going to go right in there Monday July 13th rebranded Tulsa FC FC Tulsa LA FC three, whatever you want to call them. One, one at OKC energy FC, Sacramento Republic Dare at the end up three, one 20 minutes to go. Mark Briggs and co thought there was trouble on the horizon. They escape with their tail between their legs to come defiance. Those guys, they can fight three, three. We're going to talk about the two teams at the end, Mike Wednesday, July 15th, Birmingham Legion, Hope Memphis, 901 FC three nil. This is my game that I'm stopping on and hear why 901 FC. You want this to be a rivalry? Start winning games. Start getting points. Start playing better. You and I both came away from the conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can say something if you want before I go on my rant. They want to play a different style that requires a fitness that's 10 out of 10. If that's the case, you are not going to get that week two. I I don't think it's a mentality thing for why they got blown out at Birmingham. I don't think it's a a losing mentality. They just aren't fit yet. Yep. They have the players. I can officially say that they have... They have the players. They have the idea. Um, people at home, you are not smart enough to say that Tim Howard is terrible. I can tell you right now that back line was horrendous and did him no favors. Now, is it <laughs> Tim Howard at his prime? No. He's still better than almost every other goalkeeper in the USL Championship. At me if you have a problem. At me. Don't at Watts or Gage. Don't at Tyler. At me. Now switch it on the other is, side. Is Birmingham Legion. Everybody, start eating your words. I'm telling you, this team is for real. <laughs> Bruno Lapa, I told you, when he came in the league, do not sleep on him. I told you, do not sleep in the Legion. Do not sleep on the fact that J.J. Williams is gone. Do not sleep on the fact that Chandler Hoffman's on loan. I picked him early. I'm sticking with my horse. <laughs> Next Mexico night at El Paso, 2-2. Phoenix Rising. No, 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 no. Hold on. Memphis, if Howard is still a top-tier goalkeeper in this league, where does he stand as a sporting director? And two, with Birmingham, Lapa got screwed. You want to know why? Lapa's an international player. Because if he was a domestic player, for one, his attacking talent, which is a seven, would be rated as a three simply because there's an American flag next to his name on Wikipedia. 
but he also <laughs> it, it's an international spot squeeze. He he, yeah. he's, he he deserves better. We we need to get over the international spot thing to an extent. Yeah, I, America gets that wrong. If, all if the you time. played I, here, let's go. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I think it's ridiculous. Um, we should probably break that down another one. But I agree with you. I I think that the international spot at any level, whether it's League One, whether it's USL Championship, MLS, I think it's one of the dumbest things there is. Um, everybody can you know pick that one apart. I think most of our football loving maniacs would agree with us. So Mike, it's got to go. Um, allow these guys. You've already allowed them to go get any player that they want within reason financially. Um, now let them go do it for real. New Mexico United El Paso 2-2. I'm not going to comment on it because it's one of the few games I can honestly say this. I have not seen that game yet. Um, I don't know if you saw it. I, I saw the highlights of it, but um, yeah, I didn't see it. So we're going to move on from it. Phoenix at Orange County, Thursday, July 16th. Waking you up when I was over. Both of those teams. Phoenix Rising, I, I know you're faithful. You should be faithful. You guys have a good culture. You guys have beat teams that don't look that great. You don't look that great either. I don't care that you scored four goals. Orange County, Phoenix, they'll figure it out. That is not what I want to see it. Hartford Athletic at New York Red Bull 2. 1-0. Interesting result. Red Bull the better team. Hartford grabs one. Again, that trend we talked about. Team plays better, doesn't finish chances. They press the entire match. Hartford get one of the coolest goals all season. Um, quick little counter by the goalkeeper. Up over the top, Amber Guzman. NCFC at Tempe Rowdies 2. You and I had this one. Kayla 2 halves. So we saw 45 minutes of really nice play from each team. I think they need to figure out that there's 90 minutes in a match. OKC Energy FC at Austin, 3-1. Wake me up when that one's over. That was one of those boring matches I've ever seen. Colorado Springs at Salt Lake City, 3-3. Hamilton Olave, let's go, buddy. Indy hosting Forges Candy City, 2. Now I want to talk about the two teams, Mike. This is a 2-1 match. You were taken by the quote from Martin on, on how he let them play a little bit. Sporting Kansas City, too, gave Indy some problems. Indy's midfield struggled a little bit. They struggled with stretching the game. We'll get a brief comment from you on the two teams, but I think it's interesting what Martin said, and you brought it up to me. Martin said that this was different from what they've seen in the past. It wasn't like a team trying to play what the organization wants them to. It was a team trying to play the way they needed to in that match to win. And, and uh, to, I think what stood out to me isn't that they didn't come out in the patent, patented SKC 4-3-3 and follow the general principles. It's more that they were willing to tinker in-game more. Sometimes you see teams that just insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And occasionally you see insane two teams that will follow their game plan while they get shredded for 90 minutes. That's not what Paulo Nagamora's doing. I think there's an understanding. I've spoken to him since that game where, okay, yes, they're going to play all but one game on the road. That's difficult. And yes, Sporting Kansas City is focusing on getting their academy guys going. And even they have a couple guys. Christian Duke is one of them. They brought in some experience to help make them more competitive than the 18th place finish that they had a year ago. But they are going to try and win every game they play in. And that sounds silly. Of course they are. They're, you're competitor. You're playing professional sports. That's the point. But they're going to tinker and they're going to do what's necessary to, to win in a game, whether that's perfectly following what Peter Vermees wants to see at the start of a game or not. And I think if anything, that's telling of what Sporting Kansas City's culture is. There's an organization top to bottom. And what's more, the reason why they've been to two finals in the last 
four years. There's a reason for that. I'm just going to say I agree. I, I don't think I could have said it better. They're they're not countless, okay. and and you you said it like, look, Dylan Serna is in there now. You've got Sam Rabin coming over from Colorado, the former Wake Forest standout. You mentioned Christian Duke, Wilson Harris, still super talented up top. Um, Wapawo, Dylan Serna, NFC, yeah, like good player, man. He's he's in there. He's good enough to get it done anyway. He's only 26 years old still. Okay. Turning the page. Um, if you want to stop, you stop. I'm probably done stopping until, excuse me, we preview the others and then we get out of here. Uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds at Philadelphia Union 2. Stop it, 6 nothing. That's just rude, especially on the road. ATL UTD 2. Hope Helsing, excuse me, 901 FC. 2-2 draw. Memphis do better. Atlanta United 2. Stop drawing. St. Louis at Louisville. 1-0. Trouble. Trouble. Entitled hold hold on. Okay. They, the first 40 minutes of this game, Louisville absolutely manhandled St. Louis. Cam Lancaster could have had a hat trick. Yep. So this was a much drastically better performance with, I believe, seven changes, right, from their first game, including goalkeeper and three defenders. Uh, I think it was... It was it was either six in the lineup, seven if you include the bench, or seven in the lineup, eight if you include the bench. Yeah, St. Louis gets a goal where they switch off on uh, what a recycled set piece. Yeah, I think it was, or, or directly off a corner. So I, it, it is what it is. They they could have easily, just as easily, have won that game. Not a shot at all at St. Louis. It takes grit and determination to go on the road and, and win at Louisville, no matter what. But that's a far better representation of Louisville City than what we saw, particularly in the last 50 minutes against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and speaking of representations, let's see what St. Louis is able to do this weekend as they take on Indy, and we'll get there in a minute. That If they can win at home, Straight that's up. better win than beating Louisville on the road the way that they perform. Um, I said trouble in Titletown, just kind of like you alluded to it earlier. It's based upon results, not based upon talent or their capability. I'm not worried about Louisville whatsoever. Neither should the people at home. Timbers 2 lose 3-0 at Tacoma. Cameron Knowles, what's going on, bro? We love you. Let's see some results. We know you have talent, too. Just been a rough finish to last year and a rough start to this year. Birmingham, Legion, 2-1 at the Battery. Go sleep on the Legion. Sacramento Republic, hosting, not hoping, not hoping, hosting Reno 1868 FC. Sac Republic, 1-0. RGB, hosting San Antonio FC, 1-1. Los Dos at San Diego. San Diego, unbeaten, no more. Knocked off their perch. Los Dos win 1-0. I got four more this week for you, Mike. Monday, July 20th, Loudon at Hartford. 3-1 Hartford. Best performance we've seen out of Hartford. You haven't really played anybody. But let's see. July 22nd, India at Pittsburgh. 1-0. Go figure. Indy, you got outplayed. Pittsburgh, you couldn't score. St. Louis gets a goal. They beat Louisville. Indy gets a goal. They beat Pittsburgh. Am I repeating myself? OKC Energy FC, one. RGV, one. RGV, one. OKC, one. Quit drawing, RGV. Philadelphia, wow. Philadelphia has given up 11 goals and two games, only scored one. Red Bull, two. Back in action. They win 5-1 on the 22nd. Mike, can I transition to the upcoming games, or would you like to talk about anything? Real quick. Yep. Is it fair to say, Dev, that 85% of the games we, we've seen some some form of significant rust? Oh, yeah. It, it looked like week it. one or week two again. <laughs> I, I think yeah. the level of play is going to take a giant leap forward over the next week and a half. Absolutely. 
referees included. Let's talk about the schedule. Saturday, July 25th, Hartford hosting Philadelphia Union 2. Tampa Bay Rowdy at Birmingham Legion. I like this matchup. That could be a yeah. DBA Field, 730. That's opponent. Louisville hosting Sporting Kansas City 2, though I don't think it's the panic button. Lest we forget the goalkeeping troubles Louisville had at the start of last year. They lost on May 6th at 12 Park Rangers. Uh, I can't remember if that was Casey and Clark and goal or Brian Holt. It was abominable. They lost 3-2. Terrible mistake. Uh, Charlotte at Memphis 901 SC. Pass. RGV at San Antonio. Pass. Sacramento Republic at Los Dos. This could surprise people. Los Dos look much better in their game against San Diego. I understand it could be the opponent, but I'm ready for Sacramento to show me something. Los Dos coming off some quality momentum. I'd like to see what that looks like. Let's carry that same sentiment onto the next game. Phoenix at Orange County. Yes, it's the same game you saw last week. Hopefully it's not the same performance. Las Vegas at San Diego, 10 p.m. Let's go to Torero Stadium. Las Vegas, the season started. San Diego, you lost one. Time to get back on track. Pittsburgh at Red Bull 2. I like this game. 5 p.m., Red Bull Arena, Sunday. I wish I could watch it. I won't be able to because, if I'm not mistaken, Mike, you will be with me for the Indy St. Louis game. Is that correct? You betcha. Sweet. That's an awesome matchup as well. West Community Stadium, as it's been renamed. 9 p.m. Sunday, Providence Park, Timbers 2, Reno. Let's go, Timbers. Get it going. Last one. We've got six more matches. If you want to stop, go ahead. If not, we can just close it up and put a bow on the end. Hartford Athletic at Indy. Hartford, now's your time to shine. You think you belong with all the big boys? Wednesday, July 29th at Lucas Oil, 7 p.m. Make sure you know exactly which lines to follow on that field. And it's turf. It's fast. Miami FC, you are returning to play at Atlanta United 2. It's a regionally based game. It's a regionally based outcome. You should get the win. You probably won't get better. Do better. Step up. We're ready for you to step up. Louisville City hosting Sporting Kansas City 2. Again, didn't this just happen? Groundhog Day. Yeah, well, it's 2020. Get in line. FC Tulsa at Austin Bold, 9 o'clock. Bold Stadium. Marcelo Serrano. Game got postponed. Um, looking forward to seeing it. That, that's all I can say. I want to see these teams back in action. I, I've watched them both. I want to see them play better. Los Dos hosting San Diego. Landon Donovan hoping that it's not a repeat. Sacramento Republic, Orange County. This could be fun. 11 o'clock, Coppers Murphy's Park. And then Friday. No, we're not going to talk about the Friday game because we're going to record a pod after all these. Excuse me. Little burp. Little kombucha coming out. Got the best of me. We're going to record a new one next week to talk about the Friday um, upcoming schedule as well as the weekend and this past week results. Mike Watts, what do you say? Wow. I know I was flying. There was a lot <laughs> on there. I've never talked that fast, but I'm a fast talker. <laughs> oh, oh, but you are. Um, oh, a yeah. couple things stand out to me in the week ahead. I spoke with several coaches that said, don't sleep on Los Dos. There's yep. a lot of talent there. If you look at the group that they put out in their final MLS's back game, LA Galaxy, guys like Zubac and, I mean, you know, Daniel Steris, and they've put guys into their MLS team that have stuck around. And for Zubac, that's his first, I think, start for, for the MLS side. Uh, but he's been around Los Dos forever. And, and, you know, they just keep recruiting over him, which, of course, they do. It, you know, it's a lot time. Um, Chicharito, I get it. Um, I, yeah, I think that's interesting. Orange County, Phoenix. I, I think that's going to be enticing in, in a lot of ways. It, it, doing it twice in a week at the same venue is, is going to be a little out there, but I think that's actually maybe the best out and out soccer match of the week. 
Um, yeah, as long as they Louisville, play like they should, right? Yeah, yeah. Louisville's yeah. interesting. Uh, New York and Pittsburgh. I- I'm interested to see how Pittsburgh plays that high attacking style against a team that's trying to give them a dose of their own medicine times two. And St. Louis yep. Indy, I think, is fascinating it, yeah. within that group, especially. I think Indy could. Indy wins that game. Louisville gets a lifeline, and more importantly, Indy runs away from everybody. But, but. Iose, I doubt he's back. He was out midweek. I, I doubt he's back. You realize how quickly, how important he is. Pasher also had to play 90 plus minutes in 95 degree heat on turf. Can he go again four days later? This is where rotation can kill you. Going to St. Louis where Steve Trich has been vocal. We need to win all our home games to feel confident we're going to the playoffs. They're bringing a first first group. I, I have no doubt about that. Indy, with all the travel involved, I think that's a very tough game for Indy 11. Agree with you. One of the saving graces for me, and it doesn't negate all of the facts you just put up there. Andrew Carlson did not play. He'll be well rested. They missed him in the middle of the field. He'll provide a little bit of link-up play. Um, be very very clear when we're talking about the way teams have performed so far. We're not knocking on teams that they're not good enough. We're just saying that the rust is there. It is apparent. Look, even in the, and look, Phoenix faithful, you know, Phoenix, Orange County, Louisville, even in the wins and the losses, your head coaches are stepping up saying we haven't played good enough. Bottom line, simple as that. Um, I think it's going to get better as time goes on. I just would hate to see some of these teams that are so talented in fact continue to let results go by the wayside because this 13 weeks is going to creep up on everybody real fast. And I would love to see all those big mean teams. Of course, some some new ones as well. You know, I would love to see 901 and seeing Tim Mulqueen, the, the style that he talks about. I want to see that get better. I want to see these groups be challenged. Um, but I think there's a lot of work to be done. Mike, as always, I mean, to grace us with your presence again. Thank you. Good, sir. Yeah. We love you. I, I mean, you are I'm a lad. You're not an honorary lad. You're an OG lad now. You've, you've officially taken I, I'm a real lad. A little, little respect. Yeah. And by the way, you mentioned the 13 weeks creeping up. I just finished calling NWSL Challenge Cup. Six games in three and a half weeks for these teams. They are exhausted. The yep. wall is is bigger than 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 the Great Wall of China. I mean, like it yep. is brutal. So if they don't rotate now, they're going to pay for it later. Just saying. Yeah, and and I and we talked about it in the broadcast. One more thing, and then I'll get us out of here. Piggybacking off of that, someone had said to me, oh, you know, it, it was a comment in passing on social media. You don't want these teams to peak too early. That's one of the most naive comments I've ever heard. It's 13 weeks to the playoff. This is mid-season yep. form for everybody last year. This is when you want everybody to kick it in, enter your Indies, enter your, your um, Birmingham Legions. And Birmingham still got a, a higher ceiling to hit than what they've done, but enter um, Riverhounds. You know, these are the teams that are doing well. They're just going to get better. And, and that's why everybody's got to stay on track. Football loving maniacs. We love you. We're grateful for your time. Stay safe. You know, do what it is. I think there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Stay home. Stay safe. Here's what Mike and I are going to say. All we want you to do is stay safe, make good decisions, have a beer for us because we're overworked and we don't have time to do it. We love you. Hey, Mike, say goodbye. Adios.